0: Welcome to another episode of You Do What? The podcast where I interview my comedian friends about their traditions and rituals. My name is Cindy Ravina. This week on the show, I have comedian Zach Elk. Zach can be found on his podcast Plug 1-2 on Dash Radio every Wednesday at 8 p.m. And he also hosts the Manhattan Elk Lodge open mic at Theory in Tarzana every Monday. So if you're a comic, get out there. It's a really good open mic. Um, on Instagram, you can find him at Third eye Kind. And on Twitter, you can find him at so it's Zach Elk. This week, Zach and I talk about sports card trading and fantasy sports. Hope you enjoy. Let's start with the sport card trading because I feel like that would be a thing that you probably got into first, right? Uh, yes, because
1: as a kid, I was always buying like sports cards, especially mm-hmm. like old school NBA cards. Uh, my brother got me into it. And needless to say, I never knew it was going to be like a stock market for like nerds. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. It's just like, oh, if you have a Michael Jordan card, it's going to be like this amount of money and stuff. And so uh, I'm just like now at this point where like I'm trying to trade it in. Mm-hmm. And I started this year after Gary V. I don't know how to Vaynerchuk or something like that. I'm did, not sure. <laughs> He's a motivational speaker. He's the guy that, like, oh, I started off with a wine shop, blah, blah, blah. And, I like, he's, like, this ultimate entrepreneur. And when he was on the Joe Rogan podcast, I remember him listening. Or I remember listening and, like, him telling us, like, if you sell, if you have anything to sell in your room right now, just sell it now. Mm-hmm. And I just was, like, so hype. And, like, I got all my basketball cards and baseball cards that I've collected over the years. And I just tried selling them on eBay. And needless to say, like, I also got caught back in the system uh-huh. because while I was looking at other prices and comparing them, I was like, oh, this card looks relatively low. So I bought that card. <laughs> and now it's just like I'm in a crossroads where it's just like buying and selling. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: So but the collection did start off with just a pure love for, for the sport.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was a uh, first basketball. And then, like, I remember in 2014, Uh, Because I'm a San Francisco Giants fan. Mm, Okay. So a lot of Dodger fans, I hear the huh on the side right now. But it's like in 2014, that's when I started getting back into it because now I had money. Mm -hmm. And when I had my job uh, as like a full-time ice cream merchandiser, like I would stop by, do you know Frankincense?
0: Um, I've heard of them, yeah.
1: Yeah, so it's like a giant warehouse of like, yeah, yeah.
0: Someone was telling me, I think a Tiff Myers was talking about that. Or no, 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 Joe (laughs) Welke was because a (laughs) Tiff took him there to do the Lego stuff. Yeah, that's where I heard that.
1: Okay, so Tiff would definitely know that place. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, it's a giant warehouse, and like, they even have boxes Uh of like sports cards, so you just don't buy the pack, you could buy the box. Oh, wow. And like, the boxes at that time were like 40 bucks, and like, you could get like, more like satisfaction of just buying it so like instead of you buying a pack you're like man that's a shitty pack like Mm -hmm. you actually bought like a box and you're like oh there's more to like get my investment for
0: yeah so value
1: yeah more value and so that's what happened with me like I just started buying boxes and now I'm like trying to flip over the boxes I've stopped buying the boxes though because (laughs) that could be another addiction but Mm -hmm. yeah
0: is it the kind of thing where like take me through your process of like once you get a box like what what's the first thing you do like just tear it open or are you very careful about it
1: oh yeah no I'm a Oh, God. It's so funny because whenever, like, I'm kind of OCD whenever I see someone, like, open a pack. Mm -hmm. Because if they put their fingerprint dead center on the card, my eye starts twitching. Yeah.
0: (laughs) You're ruining its value.
1: Like, you don't need gloves to, like, hold the card. But at the same time, like, hold it by the side. Right. Like a CD. Like a CD. Perfect. Or, like, even, like, um... Like, well, yeah, no, you just said CD. I was like a fl- mirror. I was gonna you don't s- hold
0: a mirror, like, by the... <laughs>
1: like a video game. Like, yeah. Like, if you grab, like, an Xbox It. To- xbox disc you don't want to get it scratched up or uh-huh. get the fingerprints because then it's going to like load out differently and yeah. your video games can be shit so
0: i remember my cousin my aunt was eating this guy and he who would always grab discs by like the disc part i'm like dude don't my dad taught me don't do that don't do that exactly but you can't tell an adult that because you're like a child and they're like i'm gonna do what i want i purchased this <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're like all right you're gonna have to buy it again it's
0: gonna skip <laughs>
1: yeah exactly <laughs> But uh, that's what, like, I just remember, like, I would have to be careful with opening the pack. There's even a certain way to open it where, like, mm-hmm. you grab the, the tail of it, and then, like, you just have to stretch it out very oh. carefully. And then once you open that part, you open the tail up in half and then, like, just put it back. It's like open and closed doors with it at that yeah. point. Yeah.
0: But, you, but when you see people, like, just tearing it, and you're just like, no.
1: <laughs> yeah, especially if it's a good-ass card. Yeah. They're like, oh, my God, I got a Mike Trout card in their hands all over. It. I'm like, ah, you don't deserve it. <laughs>
0: yeah, the oils.
1: <laughs> the oils, yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: like you can't touch a light bulb because if you can ruin it with the bacteria and oil in your hand.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like mm-hmm. uh, I've had to be careful because I've even burned out a few car lights when I switched mm-hmm. it that yeah, way.
0: Yeah, that's a big one too. Yeah. <laughs> We're just comparing, this is how you treat things and this is how you don't treat things. <laughs> so, um, I mean, I guess the question on probably mine and people, listings mind is have you made a good chunk of money from reselling from flipping these cards
1: yes and so i actually uh started selling a while back ago um and on ebay i'll actually show you because it shows you the seller's chart this is the last 60 day total Uh, i've sold five things and then like it's made me 192 dollars wow and then i actually have four active auctions. Um, What I was able to do, these are the stuff that I bought Uh relatively cheap and I thought I could make a profit off of. So I have a James Harden rookie card, which is graded. Uh Um, What a grade means is, is like, uh, if you get a card, you can actually go to, like, several organizations. Like, there's, like, Beckett Uh or PSA. I like to go to PSA. um, But what it does is, is, like, they look at your card. They see, like, if it's, like, actually in good condition. Uh Like, not, again, with a fingerprint. But they check to see if the corners are right. They grade everything, like, is there any fingerprints? And then they put it in like, this little plastic, like, um, container, I guess you could say. Um, and they have the grade on it saying, like, it comes back a 10, which uh-huh. adds more value to it. Um, there are some cards that, like, if there are 7, obviously that's a C. Nobody wants to have, like, a C on the grade mm-hmm. for a card. Or, like, nobody wants to have, like, an 8 if you're that picky. But uh, I like to get 10s because I know that will be worth a lot more. So I have a James Gar... James Harden rookie card which is graded 10 I have three Russell Westbrooks that are graded 10 that I'm selling for like 70 bucks right now Mm -hmm. Uh, Draymond Green rookie card that's not graded and then uh, Dwayne Wade uh, it's not really rookie but like it was when he he was with the Miami Heat that's Mm -hmm. also graded 10 so it's a holographic one. And these
0: are these are details that you put in the description on your the page where you're selling it. Yeah. Yeah, because that's very important.
1: Yeah, and it was crazy because, like, some cards you underestimate. hmm Like, I remember uh, I had a Russell Westbrook rookie card. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't from, because this one that I have on the auction, I have three of the cards. They're from Topst, uh, which is, like, a certain card brand. Um, the other one that I sold really quickly was from Bowman. Mm-hmm and that was like the original price I had for that was like 80 Mm -hmm. and sometimes like I put it as buy it now versus an auction yeah so when you do buy it now you could actually do a make offer and some people were like making me offers for like 75 or like 77 so I was going like this is suspicious. Yeah. <laughs> so I look over at the other like, auctions and I compare notes and I'm like, oh, shit, I could be selling this for like 120 right now. Yeah. But I just like needed the money back. So I was like 80. And like I stayed on my stance and mm-hmm. like people bought it for 80.
0: Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of that's cool. That you can get the intel on like why you can. Because so with some things, it's kind of hard to know, like, how do I value this? It's right. just all a guessing game, but this, you actually have, like, hard things to go off of.
1: Yeah, hard and evidence. this is a legitimate stock market, again, mm-hmm. for, like, nerds. Like, um, you look at the players in real life, and you see, like, oh, this person just had, like, a Hall of Fame season. Like, mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook is the person that comes to mind. He just had a triple-double uh, season where he recorded, like, a triple-double throughout the entire season. Mm-hmm. And the thing about that is, like, nobody has done that since, like the 60s when mm-hmm. oscar robinson played so he's guaranteed to be like a hall of famer in the near future like whenever he retires like a few years after he could possibly be first ballot hall of fame which is like significant mm-hmm. and i hope i'm not throwing away too much sports lingo <laughs> to like stick air off the female listeners but that's the thing like it's just you always look at the players success now mm-hmm. and are they going to be hall of fame worthy like you have several questions come up like are they going to be a Hall of Fame? Are they going to be, like, remembered? Are they going to be a cult, like, following? Like, yeah. are they going to be that type of player? So,
0: Right. Um, and I'm curious with the organizations that you take to get the, the value of it from the, the grade. Do you actually physically have to take the card to a place? Or do you, like, mail it in or you just take a picture?
1: You mail it in. Oh,
0: okay, got it. Yeah, it's like, old school.
1: Uh, Beckett, like, a lot of people that buy sports cards know mm-hmm. what Beckett is because, like, back in the day, like, there used to be, like, Beckett magazines, and they have prices of, like, the grades and all that, and they would, like, that was, like, the original Yellow Pages for sports cards. Mm-hmm. So you would be like, oh, if I have a Ken Griffey card, how much will this go for? And they will show it, like, graded, not graded, and all that other stuff. And then meanwhile, they also had like, an envelope, like a PO box that you could send to, and they'll send, like, I forget the price because I've never had to send it graded uh, to get cards get gr- graded, but the thing is, is, like, You can send multiple cards at a certain time. And I think the more cards you send, uh, the less the price it will be for Mm. each of them to be graded.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, like a bundle deal. Right. Neat. And do you ever send one card to multiple organizations?
1: Uh, no, because, like, once it's in that container, then it's set. Oh, okay, that
0: makes sense. Yeah, they don't want to open it to see if the other person did a correct job. You just got to go with your favorite.
1: And I think Beckett is probably the hardest of the graders. Mm -hmm. PSA, like, I like a lot. They're also in the top, like, in terms of Russian judges. But they're, like, I have cards from, like, uh, I'm trying to think of a few other, like, I think it's BSSA, Mm -hmm. which I've never heard of. And that's every right to be skeptical. But, like, it's a 10 and as I'm, like, looking at the container, I'm like, I think the corner's a little cracked. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, this isn't a solid 10, mm-hmm. you know. And people, that will obviously scare off the customer. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so what's taken into account with the grades as a whole? Not just, like, the way the card looks, but also the rareness of it, right, I'm sure is.
1: Yeah. And right now, like, a hot card in the baseball world is Mike Trout.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. he's super young. He's... An MVP. Like, he's already got the Acolytes so far. It's just what sucks. What is he on? He's on the Angels. Oh, okay. And it sucks because the Angels suck. Mm-hmm. Like, he's only made the playoffs once, and they got eliminated, I think, already. Um, that was the year the Royals made it to the World Series but lost. But the thing is, it's like, Mike Trout is, like, hands down, like, one of the best players for how relatively young he is. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are stocking up on his, like, rookie cards. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are stocking up on, like... His holographic cards, and they want to see him do so well. So he may be leaving to the Yankees. But Interesting. Yeah,
0: but people they have a hunch about him that he's gonna be really big one day.
1: Oh yeah, he's. Uh, I think he may be a uh, Hall of Famer. Oh wow! First ballot. But the thing is, is like, of course, like you're taking a risk. You're taking a gamble for however much you're buying his rookie cards for. There's a chance that like first day of the season. Like, he just goes out with a torn ACL, uh-huh. and his career could never be the same again.
0: Ooh. Does the, the risk in that kind of excite you, or is it, like, more... Does it cause you anxiety? Uh,
1: I think... Uh, I think there's, like, you got to, like, have a better gauge. Because mm-hmm. the better your, like, kind of note is, is, like, has this guy ever had injuries? Is he injury prone? Like, am I like worried something's gonna happen? Like, does he have a lot of baby mamas that could drag him out and make him <laughs> bankrupt? Like, if you know that he's like a clean player, then mm-hmm. like you don't have to worry about the risk. But the, again, then again, like if I ever, cause or, do you know about Derrick Rose?
0: Mm, I've heard the name, but I don't know any details.
1: He's in the NBA, and like he's probably gonna be the only NBA player to have won an MVP award, but it has never gone into the Hall of Fame after. Oh. And it's because shortly after he won the MVP, he had, like, a torn ACL. And every year, like, (laughs) every year there's, like, someone making memes about him because he got hurt again yeah so it's just like oh Derek Rose got signed to this team but like shortly after he hurt his wrist from signing the contract <laughs> and that was like that's one
0: so fucked the- up really funny <laughs>
1: <laughs> and like it's actually messed up like as a human being is messed up his like whole mental frame because he's mm-hmm. like I don't want to play anymore <laughs> yeah
0: you guys are mean
1: <laughs> exactly oh. just noted. like it's the same old jokes but at the same time for you to be known as the guy that like gets hurt it's like that's kind of sad
0: yeah so like, it's not my fucking fault. Yeah. (laughs) That does suck. (laughs) But I could see, like, the, um, I don't know, just, like, the fun in that.
1: Yeah, like, again, like, it just, it's just as anything in life, it's like a risk. And the Mm -hmm. more, like, you take a risk, the more exhilarating it is. Yeah. And it's, like, I would say it has more of a payoff than gambling.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's it's more immediate payoff, too, and more work involved rather than luck or, like, I guess, well, there is skill in, like, poker, but...
1: Yeah, or blackjack. There. Yeah.
0: Yeah. For sure. Um, I was going to ask another question. Oh, um, if this is too personal, let me know. Do you, do you, is the money that you make from this just, like, beer money, or do you, like, use it to, like, you know, kind of pay, pay your bills and stuff?
1: Uh, I was trying to make it a second mm-hmm. job, like a hustle on the side, but knowing how slow the seasons get, especially since, like, that $192 that I showed you, I think that started at the beginning of the season. okay. And, like, I haven't gotten a lot of sales yet. Mm-hmm. It may pick up because it's around Christmas season right now. Like, people will be like, oh, let me get this Steph Curry rookie card for who uh, my brother or, like, whatever. Um, it may pick up again, but I'm starting. Since I'm in year one, I'm just now learning about the seasons and, like, when's the right time to sell, when's the right time not to, and... I just have these active auctions going because uh I think this is something that's good for my bills at this point. Or even like Christmas money. Like, yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: Just to help you along a little bit. It's like, oh, I'll get to eat a fancier dinner
1: yeah, exactly. a couple times this
0: month. <laughs> yeah. Um are there any cards that you that you could never see yourself parting with, like no matter how much they're worth?
1: Uh I would say I have three Steph Curry rookie cards that are graded 10. Mm-hmm. And right now, he's hurt. So, like, he's hurt uh, for, like, three weeks. At least, like, that's how long the injury is. And, like, I, it's just even though he's hurt and now it's a good time to sell, I think long-term-wise, I'm like, he's the guy that's like the Michael Jordan of This era.
0: Right. I totally agree with that. I don't know anything about basketball, but I agree with that. (laughs) Yeah.
1: People know Steph Curry. Like, Mm -hmm. people don't know, like, um, Carl Anthony Towns, or nobody really knows, like, um, I'm trying to think of other names, Jimmy Butler. I'm just naming Timberwolves now. But, like, the thing (laughs) is, is like, he's the top five guys. And, like, in the NBA, they're actually comparing it to NFL players. Like, the reason why NBA players are getting paid more than NFL players. Is not the fact that they're putting out their bodies more, which they're not. Mm-hmm. Um, it's because they have the following globally. Right. Like, there's a global attraction. If you look at the Twitter and, like, Instagram followers, they have more people following them. So, therefore, like, they're more of a star. Mm-hmm. And, like, the three names we could think about right now is, like, LeBron James, Steph Curry, and maybe um, Lonzo Ball. Mm-hmm. Because, like, he his dad's going over to China and fucking up the entire place. So. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's awesome. Well, it's cool that you have, like, the ones that are, like, pretty sacred. Like, it would take a lot to even part with those, if yeah. anything. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's like, I'm not even a Golden State fan. I'm just an NBA fan, but, like, even to, like, see me part with the Steph Curry ones, I'm like,
0: oh, oh <laughs> no, no. my heart. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we move on to um, fantasy sports, any any other cool, like, facts that people might not know about the, the card trading world?
1: Uh... I would say just keep an eye out every day. Like, if not every day, like, check it out four times a week because mm-hmm. you actually can find a lot of deals. Okay. Um, there are a lot of people that don't know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And not to say, like, that sounds very, like, sociopathic. <laughs> but,
0: <laughs> but, but no, it doesn't. <laughs>
1: but, like, what I'm trying to say is, just, like, there's that mom somewhere in the Midwest uh-huh. that just wants her kid to get rid of all this stuff, and she needs the money now, so she'll just throw it up for cheap. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like... Who knows? Like, it could be a Ken Griffey rookie card, or it could be like that card, that Michael Jordan card you always wanted. So, they're just always be on the lookout because you don't know when someone's like trying to clean out the garage and need instant cash.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Um, do people ever sell this kind of stuff on like Craigslist?
1: They do that too. Okay. I don't want to go on Craigslist no. because <laughs> I've never bought a thing off Craigslist. Really? In your whole life? I've never bought a wow. thing. Wow. Even when it comes to like uh, apartment looking. I've never gone on Craigslist.
0: Well, for apartment
1: looking, for sure, it's probably
0: better (laughs) to not do it through there. But, like, not even, like, a just like a little thing like oh i need a waffle maker
1: uh no and i know i should but at the same time i'm like what if i was that one person i don't know
0: oh <laughs> uh, yeah I, I don't know though like for me i'm like i need to have, like have someone come with me or like be in a very public place but like i mean you're you're a guy you don't, yeah. don't think you have much to, to worry about <laughs> you
1: have your rape whistle in your mouth <laughs> yeah <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> just like with the money just like
0: come on come on come on drop it <laughs>
1: just drop it on the floor yeah all right kick it <laughs>
0: kick it <laughs> um yeah, so let's um. So with the fantasy sports, because I like I told you I've been waiting for someone to like be into it enough to talk about it on here. Because like I, the, all my knowledge of fantasy sports is the league. I've watched like most of the seasons of the league. Yeah. And so that's I just think about like just like <laughs> dudes talking shit to each other, and like in girls too, and too. Yeah. And like, do you have anything like what they have where they go to like Vegas to to draft?
1: It's not as skeptical as. Uh, mm-hmm. Or it's not as big as what the league is. Because mm-hmm. the league, like, don't they even have a championship belt? Or, yeah. Like, a yeah champion? Or a trophy,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, it's mm-hmm. just, uh, I remember, like, the closest I ever got to looking at, like, belts and stuff was, like, seeing the price. And I'm like, nope. <laughs> I'm like, it's not even worth it. But um, I would say we do, like, the draft in-house, a like, Most of the time. I know, like, there's some leagues that I'm in Mm -hmm. where, like, people are all over the place. Like, uh, there's this football league where, like, I'm actually... I got added on by my friend Eric, who lives in San Jose right now. Or Mm -hmm. I should say San Francisco. Uh, But there's a lot of people there uh, around the Bay Area that, like, I'm in that league and I'm the outsider. Mm -hmm. But, like, I'm in the playoffs right now.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah, and then... The faceless winner.
1: (laughs) And then do you know Curtis Taylor the third? No. There's, like, a few comics that, like, are all over... Uh, California um, But for the most part That's where like A lot of the people Are from San Jose Oh okay um, So Curtis Taylor uh, Who is now In Bakersfield mm-hmm. He used to be Like down in Burbank Of Flappers a lot um, He added me In this basketball league Where like It's just all comics
0: Oh and, that's cool Yeah And oh, How many leagues Are you in?
1: Uh, I'm just in three. Oh, okay For uh, I don't talk about The other one Because I, I Didn't make the playoffs <laughs> For football <laughs>
0: And you're in it for for basketball and football. Yeah. Okay, not for baseball, right?
1: Uh, I just ended the baseball league back in the oh, okay. September.
0: So you're like you got a hand in every pot for, for fantasy sports.
1: I only tend to do one mm-hmm. uh, for each sport, and like I just don't like to have it too time consuming. Mm-hmm. But that's the same thing. Like when I was, it's been a long ass time since I won a championship. And when I was winning championships, that was, like, for cash prize. Yeah. And that was when I was, like, a teenager.
0: Oh, wow, okay. So,
1: like, I all my time was focused in fantasy uh-huh. sports, and I would walk away with, like, 300 bucks. And That's like, awesome. Yeah, it was my brother's friends league, and so, like, they, every year they'd be like, what the hell? Why do you keep allowing them back in? But it's just, like, they just didn't know what to do. And, I like, have you ever seen the movie Moneyball? Yes. I feel like I'm Brad Pitt in Moneyball now because, like, mm-hmm. No matter what free agent I pick up or no matter, like, what player I trade, like, I'm still going to be on the opposite end. I won't win the championship anymore.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, interesting.
1: Because it's, like, it, it, it's too time-consuming to yeah, put that much Yeah, it's a lot entry.
0: of work. It's like a second job. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and on top of, like, the card trading, that would be, like, three jobs for you to really, like, focus all your time. Ugh. <laughs> um... Yeah, Chris did. He did fantasy basketball like before he started dating, and then he was really good at it because he had you know time. And then you know he gets a girlfriend, and he's all of a sudden not doing so hot in his league, and he's like, I don't <laughs> want to do this anymore. <laughs> I think he's gonna go back to it next year. He but he wanted to take a year off because he's just like I can't focus at all on this.
1: Yeah, and it takes away from the fun of the sport. Yeah. If is Chris a fan of any team?
0: Um, well, he's Sacramento, so he's Kings fan. Okay. Um, but. Uh, yeah, I think Kings just till he dies probably, but I know he really likes, like, the Utah Jazz.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, like, I'm a, even though I'm an NBA fan, I like, like the teams that are, like, not the... I like the smaller market teams.
0: Yeah, the underdogs.
1: Yeah, so, like, I could, like, sympathize with him for, like, the Kings and the Jazz, too, because they're doing well right now, so... Mm-hmm. Um, what I noticed is, like, if you have a team, like, your favorite team and then your fantasy team... Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's just not good to blend in the both. Yeah. Because, like, if your fantasy team doesn't do well but your real team does, Mm -hmm. then, like, you might just, like, be more upset. At the end of the day, you're still going to be mad. Especially if, like, the reason why you lost that week in whatever sport uh, is because, like, your favorite player from your favorite team ended up making you lose. Mm Mm-hmm. Then it takes away everything, the fun of it, of all.
0: Yeah, cause, yeah. yeah, where's the magic in that then? <laughs> yeah, like so you fucked me over.
1: <laughs> there was this one time where I, I like, back in the fantasy football days, like, I never drafted Peyton Manning, mm-hmm. even though I was a Colts fan. And um, I never liked to draft any Colts players because I didn't want to, like, it would always be, like, double the risk. That's mm-hmm. what I looked at it. I'm like, that's double, like, the payout. Like, I'm like... I could be happy one, but I could also be sad. Yeah, and almost
0: like a superstition.
1: Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And ironically enough, it came to bite me in the ass because there's this one week when I was in the championship and I'm against the team that has Peyton Manning. <laughs> he goes off that week and I lose by like two points.
0: God damn! <laughs> so
1: that's when I stopped like liking any like football teams. I just wanted mm-hmm. to be a fancy guy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So okay, so now you just don't really even watch any football.
1: No, I still do. Okay, but... But, like, I'm not rooting for any team. Right, right. I'm rooting for my players mm-hmm. that are my fantasy team. Okay,
0: got it. It's, <laughs> yeah, you don't have, like, you... Who was... But the Colts were your favorite, you said. Yeah. Okay. But and, no, no favorites. Just all, all business.
1: And the same thing with NBA. It's, mm-hmm. like, I don't like to cheer for any team. And plus, I've been all over the board with, mm-hmm. like, liking teams that I just would rather, like, be invested for a season of, like, liking one team or, like, several teams. hmm yeah. Were you
0: a Lakers fan ever?
1: I was uh, when Shaq and Kobe broke up mm. was the day that I was like fuck this I'm <laughs> out like and I was like bouncing around for a while like I was like a Clippers fan at one point mm-hmm. um, I was like a Nuggets fan for another point but it's just like I don't it's just want... not the same yeah like because then again like so many players are like just disloyal.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's
1: like, what's the point? Like, there's going to be a new team in the next three years.
0: Yeah, because they're, they're trying to make money, too. You know, they're trying to make it the most where they can. Right. Not everyone has a luxury of LeBron who can just go back to his hometown and still destroy.
1: Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And the way he did it, like, that's why I don't even like LeBron. <laughs> really? Because he's kind of a diva.
0: He very much is. Yeah, yeah,
1: he, like, I don't know. There are so many things that came out, like, uh... He has to take jabs at Phil Jackson, even though that dude no longer has a job.
0: Mm, who's and, Phil Jackson?
1: Uh, former Lakers coach. Like, okay, got He it. was the general manager of the Knicks. Mm-hmm. And... Um, he said something about, like, referring to LeBron and his, like, investment group around him, like, all of his friends. He called them boys. Mm-hmm. But, like, LeBron got offended and wanted to throw, like, oh, man, the times are different now. I'm just like, you know how old Phil Jackson is, right? Like, <laughs> it, like that's a part of his lingo. That's, like, it's not even close to what Donald Sterling said about, like, his own Clippers team at that Right, time. right. So it's just the thing is, is like, recently uh, LeBron had to take a jab by saying, like, you know, the Knicks shouldn't should have gotten this player instead of this. And I'm like, I didn't know you're a general manager, LeBron. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't know you care so much about another team more than your own.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Just kind of like, just princess. Yeah, Dima. princess. doll princess.
0: <laughs> well, that's what happens with celebrity.
1: Like, uh, another thing was uh, when he went to Miami and had to make the decision. Mm-hmm. Like, to have, like, that one hour, like, hour slot on ESPN just to make your decision, it's just like that's really annoying. (laughs)
0: That's really, that's so funny because I don't, I don't follow sports. Like, oh, I'll watch like finals for NBA sometimes. Yeah. Depending on like, I I think I watched like two years ago when it was Cavs and Warriors, but I didn't really watch much of this last one. Um, But yeah, just there's so much like, it's just funny how pettiness can just be in anything not just you know entertainment or whatever yeah there's a ton of pettiness and entertainment but you just it's just everywhere it's just crazy
1: yeah and that's why i like steph curry more than i do like lebron mm-hmm. because like steph curry's not really a petty player but his wife is a petty person uh huh. and so like uh there's this video on youtube if you guys ever get the chance uh it's like after the after uh, the golden state warriors were in their 73rd game which is like record-breaking um, the Warriors had this like hot reporter. Mm-hmm. Um, her name was like Rose, I think. I forget her name. Like, uh, but what happened was like she <laughs> she interviews Curry just like any day of the office. Like it's 82 game season. Like the final game has ended, and like as she's interviewing him, Curry's wife and mom show up right behind, <laughs> and then like the mom even gives a look of like mm, you a home record girl. <laughs> the wife has to go kiss his cheek. And, like, Curry, you just see him do eye roll. And, like, if you break it down, like, side by side, like, the body language of all. And, like, Rose even called the wife back because she knew what she was doing. Yeah. And, like, you, as she was, like, interviewing her, she was tipsy. <laughs> like, you just see everything, like, the competitiveness. But that's why I like Curry because, like, Curry just, like, always gets stuck in awkward situations. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he's a humble dude. Like, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he's, he seems to be in on the joke. Yeah. whole thing
1: yeah like his teammate Draymond's crazy but mm-hmm. at the same time like at least he keeps it real like he doesn't try to be like oh I have my PR team to protect me and all this stuff it's like no he's like if you get bullied then or your bullies get bullied and stuff like yeah. he'll say stuff like that
0: god so interesting he's pretty young too right he's like not even 30
1: uh yeah 27, 28
0: oh my god wow he's my age shit
1: they're all realize. like below 30 I think
0: that's so, like, as I get older, like, seeing, like, these young people with so much talent, like, when I, was, when I was their age or younger, I was like, yeah, that's the way it is. Young people are very talented. But now, like, getting older, I'm like, no, that's a rare thing. Like, that's a kind of remarkable and amazing.
1: And did you play any sports?
0: Um, I did water polo in high school for two years, but I was I'm not a competitive person, and I'm not aggressive either. But I appreciate sports yeah. sometimes. Like I love watching water polo, but playing it was just like a nightmare.
1: <laughs> okay, like if you ever go w- and watch it during the Olympics, oh, it's so much fun during the Olympics. But at the same time, like there's going to be that one part, like that one time when you're watching it, and you're like, I'm here to watch it for fun, and then like they show this bio or like this profile of the person, and then they show the birth date. Yeah, and you realize they're younger than you. It's like that grudge. Like you're like, oh my god. Yeah, you're just like,
0: oh my god. I was like ten years old when they were born, and they were probably already playing water polo. Exactly.
1: (laughs) You're like, is that all they do in Russia?
0: Yeah, they just build these like fucking machines. It's amazing. And I
1: remember the first time I ever had that like, oh my god, moment. Like I'm old. Is with like Bryce Harper. He plays for the Nationals, and he's like on baseball, or he plays baseball for the Nationals. Um, when he was in high school, he was on this ESPN cover, like, and it was just to look at that, I'm like, oh, he's in high school, like, I'm in high school, Uh I'm a senior, and I remember I opened it up, and, like, I see that he's, like, October of the same year that I was born,
0: What? and I
1: was like, (laughs) what the fuck, like, just know someone got, like, the talented gift of god like to be that superior being and you're just supposed to be this average joe that finds another field yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. it's it just it gives so many people like a complex because it makes people think that they're not achieving enough when really like we're doing fine these people are just these you know really talented anomalies it's not right. that's not normal
1: yeah and like i know uh boxing it's another thing because mm-hmm. like if you're a boxer or if you're like an mma fighter you're probably poor mm-hmm. and you probably have like a lot of things on your mind to like that's why you resorted to that. Yeah. And, like, it helps take your mind off. So I'm like, I'm never comparing myself to one of them. Like, yeah. Like, that should have been me. But at the same time, like, to know that, like, in basketball where I played – to know someone else made it, I'm just like, ah, there's, like, that little jealousy book.
0: <laughs> yeah, we can't help it. It's just, it's human nature. Yeah. you, Yeah, we're constantly comparing ourselves to others. Even it's, like, I w- never have that ability. I could never even train to have that ability. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if they started me like, super-duper young, but just to kind of, like, walk into something and be super good. Because, like, even Steph Curry, like, his dad was...
1: A former NBA player. Yeah. yeah. And it's not like we're all, like, in China and, like... They look at us and they're like, you're in gym- gymnastics, uh-huh. you're in this, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> just to kind of wrap it up, any any other, I guess, tips for, like, if, say I were to start getting into, like, a, a fantasy sports league, what do you think I would need to, like, brush up on, like, just to get the basics?
1: Um, I would say, first, it's good to do a league, to know where, like, to understand a league, you have to go in it for it for free. Mm-hmm. And then, like, once you feel you're comfortable enough, you're like, okay, I pay enough attention to the sports. Like, let me do the Mm buy-ins. Like, so many people get dragged into buy-ins first because it's like, dude, we need this, like, 12-people league and we're only one away. Like, can you buy in and, like, force some money? If you have no clue what you're doing, you're not going to, like, give them your money, right? Mm -hmm. So it's good to do a free league, skip out, and then wait till next year if Mm -hmm. you want to.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, It's always fun. It's always, like, I always like to shit-talk with my friends, um right now i'm bugging curtis uh Mm -hmm. again the guy that dragged me in the basketball league uh i'm like again brad pitt from Moneyball in the sense that like i'm making the most trades and i'm like picking up the most free agents and i'm bugging everybody that i'm in the league with Uh (laughs) because uh zach vile he's like uh around he's used to be in the bay i think and now he's down here Mm -hmm. uh whenever i see him come up to my mic I'm always, like, talking trades with him, and I think I'm scaring him off now. He's like, I'm going to go to Schoonerville now. (laughs) But, like, the same thing with Curtis. Like, Curtis is top talking to me on Facebook. Um, There's, like, this other team that I still make trades with, but, yeah, Mm -hmm. it's really cool.
0: You're just, like, the dust bowl just decimating everywhere you go.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's it's definitely that.
0: (laughs) Well, thank you, Zach. I really appreciate you talking about this.
1: Yeah, thank you. Oh, my God, it was so great.
0: Yeah.